Enjoy this flyover clip. So there's a lot of ways to have a store of value. You know, we talk mm-hmm. often on the show, like at certain points, I would have suggested for people like, okay, take your cash out of a bank and buy two by fours. Yeah. You know, that would have been a thing, you know, the, with the way the, 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 the wood was going for a while, there was these memes on Facebook of like mm-hmm. somebody had a sheet of plywood in the back of their car and there'd be a photo of it. And like, I hate when people just flaunt their wealth, Yeah, you know, like plywood, everything was going up. Eggs, that, eggs would have been a good one. We, we uh, saw a lady on TV yesterday talk about she, she and uh, her husband on a bakery in New York City and under Trump, they're paying $31 a, a, a case for eggs. I'm not sure if they come in a case, $31 a case for eggs. They went up to as much as $160 under Biden and now they're at 120 right now. As of this moment, $120 for now that people don't want to pay more mm-hmm. for their baked goods, but the eggs are costing more. So all this tension, everybody, there's the idea of a store of value. Um, if you would have bought, you know, take your money out of the bank and bought two by fours and they doubled in price. It's like, what's well, a store of value? If you have a warehouse full of it, you know, I talked to a guy that was building garages and he had bought the stuff, you know, supplies, you know, three years before. So his profit margin was really high. So all of these things are a store of value. Mm-hmm. What makes silver specifically and even gold unique well so both of them are tangible assets meaning they're a thing Mm -hmm. right so what gives something value is it's got scarcity Mm -hmm. right so if you think about it if you're going out to buy a bicycle okay and there's only one bike in town and everybody wants it it's going to go up in price okay because there's tons of demand for it in low supply if there's 20 people that live in the town and there's 500 bikes for sale it's like, okay, everyone's going to, it's going to lower the price, lower the price. You just got to get rid of them, right? <clears throat> so what makes something have value is it's scarcity, it's hard to get, and it's a thing. Mm-hmm. See, even Elon Musk, about four months ago, somebody asked him, it's like, hey, how do you invest in times of inflation? What do you, what do, you do? And he said, mm-hmm. oh, it's easy. I invest in things. It's the best inflationary hedge that there is because things always go up with inflation, whether it's cereal or eggs, mm-hmm. yeah, right, or gold or silver or gas at the pumps mm-hmm. or used car and new car. I mean, things go up with inflation. Companies can go out of business. Mm-hmm. A stock price can go to zero because yes. it's technically not a thing, mm-hmm. right? It's so so anything that has scarcity, tangible value, it's it's something will will respond well to inflation. And so they all act as a store of value. I was speaking to a, a friend the other day about what makes silver really great is. The floor is not only so solid, the floor is so high. Yes. You know, and I'm going to use it for example because I happen to have right here. There's uh, 10 ounces of silver in, in a form. And here's a one ounce coin. It costs a little more to make this and to print a design on it and refine it. It could be 10 of these would equal one chunk of this. So, you know, what form you have mm-hmm. makes a big difference. We say a store of value. You know, before we started talking, I was taking advice from you in this in this area the idea of like purchasing gold and silver seemed kind of exotic. Like, what yeah, are you like? Kind of mysterious. Are you Thurston Howell or something or <laughs> right. Tony Starks or whatever? Like, it seemed like beyond, you know, what an average person would have. Um, your your company and your process makes it so simple and so easy. Now we do it monthly. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a, been a good thing. But but talk about the way you store it and the options, you know, for that. And what kind of shapes and forms these could take. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times advisors, you know, at Merrill Lynch, Schwab, UBS, wherever will say, oh, if you want gold or silver, we can just sell you an ETF. What does that stand for? Electri- electronically traded fund okay. or an exchange okay. traded fund. People use both of them interchangeably. But it's basically a, like a mutual fund that that's tied to the price of gold or but silver. But it doesn't mean extremely terrible <laughs> fund. No, I mean, it can. Because, <laughs> Depending. Because it's not 
It's not the thing. It's it's actually it's paper. a paper proxy for it. Okay. So what those ETFs track is the current spot price, which is the current futures month contract price. It's a paper price. Mm-hmm. That's what's manipulated. That's what JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America are shorting okay. is that paper price. So when you've got a thing, it's a function of inventory. It's a function of supply and demand. Um, if there's no availability at the depositories, like the big vault, which is where all dealers buy and sell from, mm-hmm. or manufacturers like Sony, Samsung, LG, Tesla, go to get their thousand ounce bars of silver to melt down to make silver components or circuit boards. Um, if there's no supply, then the price is going to go through the roof because they still need it. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about investing in gold or silver, I'm talking about investing in the real thing, not a paper version. It, you actually either you have it or it's or in a depository, depository stored somewhere yes. with somebody with a, a Doberman and a machine yeah. gun or whatever. Because it's it. not a digit. Mm-hmm. It's not a certificate. It's this, right? So the digit could you lose the certificate they could lose or how would that work? Sure. I mean, t- if there's an EMP blast, for example, mm-hmm. and all the power goes out, it's like, do, do they track it? Do I still have what I thought that I had? I don't know. Okay. Right. But, but when they're selling pressure on the markets, mutual fund managers have to sell you know, their, their mutual fund shares, you know, uh, the good along with the bad. So it could go down to not much. Mm-hmm. Try to take delivery of gold or silver. They're supposedly backing the ETF. You can't. Can't do it. I've, I've mm-hmm. never seen anybody that's actually been successful doing it. Okay. Technically, they say, oh, yeah, you can take delivery and, and 400 ounce good delivery bars of gold. I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've never known anybody that's actually successfully done it. Interesting. Yeah. So that's just weird. That's You always get the runaround. It's like, well... You know, why don't you just just liquidate or cut you a check? You know, it's going to take time or whatever. I mean, there, there's always some excuse. So they they just dump it. Wow. So when you're buying this stuff, David and Stacey, either you take delivery of it or it's stored at a depository. Somebody's got to take it. Okay. Because it's, it's not just going to be. It's physical. So, so what is this is one ounce of silver here. Mm-hmm. It's that's real. That's, that's like just not a, it's not a chocolate coin or something. No. Uh, one ounce of silver. What is the floor on this? We were talking one time about the actual process. If somebody had to mine this mm-hmm. and they had trucks and they got to sift through the, I don't know how they do it. I'm just making stuff up here, but you know, you know whatever they, the process, they is. sift through the things that are called not silver yeah, yeah. to come up with just silver. And then they got to melt it down and pour it into a shape. So Correct. Like, like there's a cost involved in all that. Yeah. What's the actual floor for this one ounce? Okay. So estimates today are over $19 an ounce. So, You've got three prices. Mm-hmm. You've got the spot price, which is the current futures month contract price. But view that in your mind for this example is the price of the metal as it's in the ground. Miners haven't even pulled it out yet. Okay. Okay. So then that's called a spot price. That's the spot price. That's what you'll see on TV or the internet when it says price of gold, price of silver. That's the spot price. Okay. Then the miners go into the earth, they dig their tunnels, they pull it out, they put it on the trucks, drive it to the refinery, chunk it off, melt it down, purify it, make it into a coin or a bar. That's all the manufacturing. At that point, you get wholesale. Okay. That's where all bu- dealers are buying and selling from. Like for us, for example, then we charge 8% on top of the wholesale. Mm-hmm. You get your final product. When you liquidate, you don't go all the way back to spot price. Mm-hmm. You there's there's The depositories take a little bit, mm-hmm. like call it maybe 1%, whatever. So there's a bid and an ask on the wholesale. But you get whatever the bid wholesale price is. At the depositor, because our firm charges zero when you liquidate. Uh, that's huge. Absolutely because, nothing. Because yeah. it's a gain when you liquidate. Yeah. I mean, so, so you're actually 
you paid upfront for something that cost you less. And at the end, you don't pay anything when you're selling it for more. Yeah. So let's say in the industry that the range is maybe 4% to 25% when you purchase. And let's maybe say 6% when you liquidate. Okay. So let's say you had $100,000 and you invested it into silver. I'm using that because it's easy math. Sure. Right. Good. I so, like easy math. Yeah. So 4% when you buy it, that's $4,000. 6% when you liquidate, another 6000 So that's a total of 10%. Mm-hmm. Let's say silver doubles in price and it goes to 200000 You're still only paying 4000 when you went in, but it doubled. So, oh, man, 6% on 200000 That's now 12000 Yep. You just paid 16%. percent mm-hmm. What if it triples? Now you're paying 18% on the back, 4% up front. You just paid 22%. So why don't you do that? That sounds like a better model for business. It's not people over profit. Mm. See, in our firm, our philosophy and my philosophy as a person is if you focus on people, profit comes. It's just God's way. Mm -hmm. If you focus on profit, people will leave. Yeah. Because that that greed will seep through and people will feel it. They're experiencing it. They just don't trust you. Mm -hmm. So focus on people always. And then it's just. God's universal law of success, you'll yep. be blessed from it, right? Yep. So so this is where I wanted to make it simple. I've been doing this for a long time, like 29 years. Wow. And I just wanted to have very few moving parts, transparent, easy, accountable to the investor. So 8% when you purchase, 0% when you liquidate. And to me, people don't ask the right questions when they buy. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, the exit price is actually more important than the purchase price because you don't invest into something expecting it to stay static in the same price. Right. You invest right. expecting it's going to grow. So any commission on the back end becomes huge mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. Zero is zero. It, that that 100000 could grow to $10 million. It's still zero. Mm-hmm. So and that's the important part of it. So, so as you take delivery of it or take it at home, there's not a right or wrong answer. It's a matter of personal preference. Mm-hmm. Like I've got some clients that say, Kirk, I, I, I don't trust anybody. Nobody's going to store my stuff for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to take it at home, put, dig a hole in the backyard, put it in the crawl space, put it in a gun safe, whatever. Great. Mm-hmm. And I've got some that say, I, I hurt my back. I have a bad shoulder. I don't want to take a bunch of silver. It's heavy. Right. Or you don't know the neighborhood I live in. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to get robbed. I just don't feel comfortable. So I have to have it stored. Great. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's fine. Yeah, either way, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about people don't know the right questions to ask. What are the right questions to ask? If somebody's calling and they want to buy silver or gold, what should they be aware of? Okay. Not all gold is created equal. Not all silver is created equal. Just because it's metals doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's good. Just yesterday, I was talking to a, a, a prospective client that called. He went with a competitor. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go into bullion because he had heard me. These are bullion. Explain that. That's So bullion is just modern day issue, low cost. And you get this like in a 10 uh, ounce. A thousand ounce bar, hundred ounce bar, 10 ounce bar, one ounce silver round like that. What you okay. have is a one ounce round. Is this still considered bullion? Yeah, it's a bullion, but it's, people think, oh, it's a coin. It's like, well, bullion can be coins. It's not just a U.S. eagle or a Canadian maple leaf. A bullion can be, bullion can be a coin. Okay. okay. Right. So, but it's just minted by the refinery instead of a government mint. Okay. 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 So this could be, this could have a picture of Elvis on it. Sure. Or a mountain or a cowboy or a whatever. butterfly or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's wherever it's just minted wherever. Right. They did it. So okay. on that round, it'll say fine silver 0.999. Okay. Means it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent pure silver. That's pretty so good. So it'll it'll say on there mm-hmm. the purity and what size it is. I'm probably not even ninety nine point nine 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 percent David. <laughs> yeah. 
So it says the purity on <laughs> it, and it sandwich. says <laughs> it says how big it is. It says one ounce Troy. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. so I've never in in twenty nine years, billions of dollars of silver mm-hmm. being sold over that time. Mm-hmm. Um, tens of thousands of clients all over the world. I sold a grand total of zero Canadian Maple Leafs or U.S. Eagles. Okay, so what are those and what does that mean? So those are U.S. government mint, one-ounce coins, similar to this round. Okay. However, they sell for about a 38 to 40% premium more than this. Why? Because it's government mint. Whenever, I mean... Whenever the government gets their hands on there? Yeah, they make something more expensive and less attractive, right? Okay, so so when I go to sell that, is there a, a market price for like, hey, who would like to... Where do I go to sell coins for 30% more than the value? Well, they'll, they'll just sell it on the, at the depository. Now you will get more than that, but you're not as much as the premium that you paid for it. So you're going to lose as a percentage. You never recover that premium, which is why I never sell those things. Right. Okay. So to me, the lowest cost per ounce, maximize your ounces, minimize your cost is one of the keys to wealth. The other key to wealth being the right place at the right time. Okay. So bullion, thousand ounce bars, hundred ounce bars, ten ounce bars like this, or one ounce rounds, are all that you should go into. In the complete silver world, you see a lot of stuff on TV, mm-hmm. right? So, so the questions that you should ask is, I, I only want bullion. So this gentleman I was talking to yesterday or two days ago um, had called another dealer. He said, oh, I heard this Dr. Kurt guy. I, I want bullion. Uh-huh. He went. They talked him out of it. Went into other forms of silver. This guy, it was absolute highway robbery. Realize silver is $24 an ounce at the time we're recording this. It was $24 an ounce when he bought it. He paid $71.15 an ounce for his silver and averaged $3,680 an ounce for his gold. Oh, my God. Highway robbery. That is okay, what, What's the angle from the salesperson? Because it's probably a, a, a smart person, a competent person. He accumulated enough wealth to invest a large sum in silver. And gold. And, or gold. You know, what, what's what's the angle for the salesperson to get them to do that? Like I, if I was so, selling cars, it'd be hard to sell it for 30, 40% more than the blue book. Mm-hmm. So he was just lied to. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much he was lied to. It's like, oh, you don't want that bullion. Um, the, the stuff that we're selling you is, is dealer non-reportable. Okay. What does that mean? Explain that. Well, when you purchase it, I don't care if you're buying bullion or or anything else. It's dealer non-reportable. means we don't have to report to anybody that you're buying it. It's a private transaction. But what they were insinuating is when you sell it, it's not reportable. Absolute lie. Try to sell anything, make a profit, not report it to the IRS. You're going to jail. Yeah. You're going to have have a fine. Something bad is going to happen. You always have to report gains to the IRS when you have a gain. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, people say all the time, it's like, Kirk, I don't, I don't want to sell this asset because I've got a huge capital gain. I'm going to wait till it comes down. It's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, you say that or think that? <laughs> no, I say it. I flat out say it. It's like, what advisor is telling you? It's probably an accountant mm-hmm. saying, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to sell right now. The capital gain is too high. It's like, isn't that our goal? Right. We want to buy low and sell money? high. The, yeah. I, I don't like to pay taxes like anybody else. Sure. Nobody does. However, the fact that you have a large capital gain means you have a large gain. gain. Right. That's what we want. Yeah. So it's not like the capital gains tax is 100%. It's like right. 26 or something, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? So so you're still capitalizing on the 74%. 
the fact that there's a game means that's when you want to sell. Mm -hmm. And then the key is to always be in the right place at the right time. So this guy was probably told, well, it's dealer non-reportable, insinuating that they don't have to pay taxes on it when they sell it. Lie. Lie. You always have to. Mm -hmm. Um, B, it's like, I think that he was told that those are going to appreciate more because they're somewhat rare. Mm. Uh, That was the case back in like the 90s. Okay. You know, if you had a, a rare coin, um, there wasn't any other games in town. So if somebody wanted leverage or double play on their investment, go into gold or silver, go into a rare coin. When when silver and gold heat up, the, the premiums will double, triple, quadruple because you just can't get them and mm-hmm. people want them. People today, if they want privacy and leverage, they don't go to rare coins. They go to cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Game changer forever. So those rare coins and things like that, I don't think will ever, ever, ever act like they used to in the past, Okay, which is why you just go into low cost mm-hmm. bullion. And this poor guy, I mean, in a million dollar investment, probably lost $380,000 oh, overnight. Man. So don't ever fall for that trick. Right. Just go into bullion, low cost bullion. Mm-hmm. or Because you're buying ounces. Yeah, all you want right. to do is buy it. Don't yeah. ever buy a story. No. Like uh, this, this we're on a, a sh- Caribbean shipwreck. Right. George Washington used to own this coin, whatever, you know, I don't, they just, you hear all your stories like this. People yeah. come up to you and they, they bought these collectibles or, and, and it probably is valuable. It's like a baseball card. You know, I mean, if, if I had a Babe Ruth card or something like that, mm-hmm. it's probably worth quite a bit. Now we have an EMP go off and I'm trying to get food. I don't know what I'm going to get for it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because it's like, well, how many Babe Ruth enthusiasts are there in the middle of a of a you know nuclear fallout or something? Like, probably not a lot. Well, and and to liquidate those things, you have to make a market for them. Yeah. So the reason I like bullion, it's exchange traded. Call the call the depository. Hey, lock it in. What's the price? Forty five seconds. Boom, locked in. We wire you the funds because it's a globally traded commodity. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not in demand here, it's going to be demand in China, India, someplace else where their currency is strong. Mm. There's always a market and it's 45 second plus silver is used in manufacturing. Sony, yeah. Samsung, LG, they're up buying it all the time, right? So, so if so you have- never really stuck with it. No, if you have a storied coin, we've all seen the movies of like the boiler rooms, right? Where right. a thousand people in there and they call you up, hey, client, <laughs> I've got a good deal for you today. We've got this excess inventory and I'll give you 10% off today if you buy it right now. But you got to buy it now because it's probably going to be gone tomorrow. We've all heard the yep. horrible sales stuff. That's what you have to do in those mm. rare coins or those semi-rare coins because there's not a ready-made market for them. Somebody needs to sell them. So in a in an in the end game, there might not be liquid. Mm-hmm. Liquidity is key to profitability because you have to sell it when you want to. Right. And that's why I love the bullion. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency 
and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more. With a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com. 